So if you want to hear more of our podcast, please click on jamesandsana.com and you can hear our previous episodes. And please subscribe because James has some good word of wisdoms every morning to share with you guys through that email that comes into your inbox. Okay, Sweetness. Are you ready? Ready. Ready, Freddy? Ready to rock and In roll. In your beautiful Teddy? I am beautiful queen of your life. Beautiful queen of my life. No one else's life. My life. Your life. And everyone in the audience said, oh, Thank goodness. <laughs> Better you than me, dude. That's what everyone is saying. Son, I have to tell this story, and it's kind of funny how it played out. Now, this episode is going uh, live a couple of days after the episode that I'm talking about. And I don't know if you heard this, but there was a bit of uh, some sort of editing snafu that occurred with the episode, uh, two episodes prior to this one. And I, I honestly have no idea what happened. I, it, I suspect that it has to do with... Uh, sometimes I will, um, or actually oftentimes I'll speed up the recording so that I, it takes a little bit of time off the editing process. And so I'll speed it up, do the edits, and then get it back to the regular speed. I, I suspect that somewhere in this process, you got a little bit out of sync. Like you were, your voice was about six seconds past where, where it should have been. So instead of you asking a question and I answer it, I would answer the question and then you would ask it. <laughs> it was just, and, and, and it wasn't so bad that we had to scrap the whole episode. It was still good because we shared a lot of interesting things and there were, like the meat and potatoes of it was you and I would spend a couple of minutes talking. So that, well, that wasn't really a huge deal, but I just thought it was funny how you were, our, our voices were out of sync. And it was like I would say something, and then you would you would say the thing that I would be responding to, or you'd like ask a question, or I'd be answering the question, and then you at, ask it. It was like I had ESP, or we both had ESP, where we're both <laughs> like answering the question before it's actually asked. It was just kind of funny. Mm-hmm. But so it turned out to be that, okay. That it turned out to be okay. That was the excitement in Thanks the life of the podcast. Thanks to our editor, who's paid peanuts. Yes. <laughs> who's paid peanuts, commensurate to the level and the quality of the work that he produces for our esteemed, highly established uh, show with three listeners. So, sorry about that, Fred. I messed that one up. We'll get it right next time. <laughs> Yeah, people don't... I guess at some point, honey, we should introduce our three listeners. We have Fred, we have Alonzo, and Sue. (laughs) 
and they uh, they don't miss an episode, and they're very loyal. And uh, there's only three of them, but man, if you mess up, you hear from them. I tell you what, man, Fred was on my back yesterday. I mean, I just, he was he was relentless. I was like, who is this guy? This guy is like a carpet cleaner and novice podcast critic. And he let me have it when I published this. And there was nothing I could do about it, sweetheart, because uh, I, I deleted all the work. I couldn't go back and change it. So you save your work and maybe find a different listener. Fred, I got to tell you, man, it's just like, get over yourself. You're not that great. Sana apparently has better things to do, like take phone calls during our podcast. Honey, it's my my colleague. Your who? My colleague from Tashkin. I'm not gonna pick up. Anissa. Yeah, she she's pushing. Of course, you're me. not gonna pick up. She's pushing me to get the dean is, position. Okay, yeah, because you're not going to pick up because we have a show to record. Because Fred is going to get upset if things go wrong. And we can't have that now, can we? Calm down, honey. Everything revolves around Fred. Calm down, honey. I'm calm. Everything's fine. You don't have to scream. I may be raising my voice slightly because of my perturbed emotional state, which is strictly temporary. Honey. This Fred fellow. You raise your voice. You I'm not raising my voice. I'm fine. I'm calm. <sighs> Everything is fine. So anyhow, that was the excitement in yesterday's day in the life of a podcast editor. <laughs> and life of a podcast editor's wife. Yes. Yes. What an astoundingly exciting life Sana lives. Being married to a podcast professional. Well, that's no problem. I enjoy it because I'm going to join the l- league, join your team very join soon. Join the league, the major league? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but Sana is going the to podcast be podcast editor's life with his wife is very interesting. That's something maybe mm-hmm. his wife will not tolerate anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you're going to have to tolerate it because this is the life, honey. I have choice. What is your choice? What are your choices? Take it or drop it. Take it or drop it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have a choice. I don't have any choice. I'm stuck in this business, sweetheart. There's no getting out. I'm like that frog that's sitting in the pot that is... The water is growing. Sky is the limit, honey. There are millions of choices out there for before you. Before you know it, before you know it, that water is boiling and the frog had no idea what was happening because it was just ever so slowly the temperature is increasing and all of a sudden you have a boiling frog. Yeah, right. But you have a lot of choices out there. And if you think... Yeah, it's like what? There's so many things you can do. You have a degree. You have a lot of other mm-hmm. abilities. You're young. When you're young, you should use your time effectively and efficiently because when you get older you have to sleep more and snore more (laughs) so what now 56 is young oh now you became 56 you accepted it finally 
I was, no, I'm just going along with whatever lines you have written in your little movie script there, honey. <laughs> you keep saying that I'm 56 because apparently I act old in your mind, but now you're saying I'm young. Well, you're 45, and mm-hmm. time is, clock is ticking. Yes. And we, have, we cannot afford to just live based on trial and error. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, trial and Sana error is should be, be done when we are 18 and 19 years old I think trial and error is an ongoing situation honey you never get it perfected certainly but not, not when we have commitments 45. in our life and we accept extra people to join us in our life sure but even then you're still doing trial and error on different things it's not like you have a lower margin of error like when you're 18 you can make you know tragic awful mistakes and still recover from it not so much when you're 45 and you're married and you have children running a business maybe own a home you don't have as much margin for error but everything is always trial and error honey it's you never reach a point where you've arrived where you don't have to tweak this or tweak that i don't know what you're talking about well i don't repeat the mistakes i've made when i was 18 or 19 years old yeah, I'm not talking about that, but to to say that you reach a level where you no, no longer make mistakes, I don't, is that what you're saying? Oh, you minimize to the extent that you kind of avoid making mistakes. You make decisions yeah, I mean, so it learn. doesn't lead you to sure. make mistakes or make decisions that harm yourself and immediate people around you. Yeah, you, you learn from your mistakes and you get burned doing certain things and it just teaches you to not make that mistake again. But uh, you're, you're always trying different things throughout your life. You never reach a point where you've arrived and there's nothing else to try. There's nothing else to experiment with. You're always trial and error on, on everything, in my opinion. Sana's like, okay, whatever, man. It's not the way it's written in my movie script. Yeah, I I cannot afford. I have very short life to live. And I am 40 now. And I don't think I want to try and learn something right now in my life based on trial and error. I have a lot of responsibility. I have family. Mm -hmm. I have (coughs) husband. I have mom, sister, and relatives. I cannot risk anybody's life just because I want to try something for my own sake. All right. Well, we've made it past the editing faux pas yesterday. We've talked about risk-taking or lack thereof when you reach a certain age or point in life. Um, how was your day? Oh, full of lots of work. <laughs> full of lots of work. Sounds really predictable. <laughs> Anyhow, Sana is going to be the managing director of this of our business. the The official name of the business is JNS Media, and Sana will be the managing director once we're together and she is extricated from her current uh, employment op- uh, obligations. She will be the managing director, and then that emotional disaster that we had on the show the other day, Basmati 
Masalacharya, I think that we will demote her to assistant to the managing director. That will be her job, her title. What do you think of that? Mm, yeah, why not? <clears throat> okay, it's settled. Great. Supreme Executive Secretary. Where, who comes up with that? Who comes up with stuff like that? And then puts it on the air. I don't see any problem with it. It's self-aggrandizement. It is blatant. Just, just no humility. It's kind of embarrassing to be associated with someone like that. Honey, I thought you were going to make me the partner in this business. We're partners in life. Yeah, but you remember when we started to talk? You work for me, girl. You remember when we started Mm -hmm. to talk, you said you're going to go to State Department and put my name as a partner? State Department? Yeah, because you said you registered your business in the State Department and you're going to go there and put my name as a partner. Oh, no, that's not the State Department. There's the state of Virginia, where I registered the LLC. That's different from the U.S. State Department. They don't have anything to do with... Yeah, that's what I was talking about, the State Department where you are. Okay, you're talking about, like, the Department of Commerce in the state of Virginia. Right. Okay, I thought you were talking about the United States Department of State that is led by the Secretary of State and engages in diplomacy and other nefarious deeds throughout the world. So, But no, she was talking about something else. Sana oftentimes says things, and I don't understand what she's saying, and, and she just has um, a unique way of saying it because that's just the way she says things. So she's saying the State Department, but she's really talking about the department within the government of the state of Virginia that handles businesses business licenses and whatnot. It's a compliment, honey. You say thank you. (laughs) Well, when are we going to have the official contract signing? Official contract signing? Yeah. It will take place as soon as we are reunited physically. So... And it will be signed with Can I have the draft? Can I have the draft of the contract with terms and conditions? draft of the contract with terms and conditions sure i'll get right on that sweetheart perfect yes i want to be signed in each other's blood i want my (laughs) i want my remuneration and benefit package on the first front page okay (laughs) we'll do that your benefit is that you get to work with me that's the benefit uh that's a very big benefit, but also I have expenses, I have bill to pay. Okay. So I need something in form of cash. Okay, well, those negotiations will take place while we're not recording a show. Why? Because, God forbid, Fred should hear the terms and conditions and take exception to them. God forbid we should upset Fred, the carpet cleaner and novice podcast critic. So... Why did, why did I choose this life, sweetheart? Why did I choose this career? Because you do it's this your passion. And, and because you, you love it. constant criticism from nobodies. Like Alonzo and Sue, they're cool. I like them. But Fred, just he just knows how to push my buttons. He knows how to get under my skin. Who is Fred? Is he your wife? He's one of our three listeners. 
Yeah, he is my wife. Do you even listen to yourself? Is he your uh, brother? He is one of our three listeners, sweetheart. So? So? Why do you care? He gets on my nerves is what I'm saying. I'm thinking of replacing him. Why? Getting somebody else to listen to our Why show. Why do you care? I don't. But I care. Of course I don't You know care. why? Because huh? he is our customer why? and he's our uh, listener. And if he's not happy, I'm trying... I'm I'm going to try harder to make my show pleasing to my listener's ear. He's a big pain in the gluteus maximus. Yours, not mine. And I'm sick of him, and I'm going to replace him, find somebody else to listen to this show. No way. Yes. You're very... V- it's done. You're, you're, you're just being arrogant, angry. I'm not. I'm being real. And you become... You are showing your American side. I'm being real, I'm being honest and authentic. No, you think, not people who look at it from outside. Mm. They don't think that way. That's what you think right, and well, you only believe in what you think and that's where everything goes wrong. Okay, well, something tells me that once this goes on the air, I'm going to get a nasty text message from, you guessed it, Fred with a laundry list of complaints about today's show. Okay. We will take And I'll it. share it with you. And, and you can see, see, you don't, you don't see things that go on behind the scenes. And you think that you're ready to be a part of this. You think that you're ready to be a managing director. I don't think that you really understand just how ugly this business can be, Sana. I don't want to be managing director overnight. To become a managing mm-hmm. director of a business, it takes, even a small business, it takes at least... Two to three months to get used to mm-hmm. to get underst- to understand the system and how everything works, and then you will roll the ball. All right. Well, we'll get you. Uh, th- we'll throw you into the fire, and you can deal with Fred. Sure, no problem. As soon as you start on the job, your job is to take care of Fred and make sure that he's happy. All sure. Right? I am. All right, great. I'm from a hospitality and tourism and aviation background. We were mm-hmm. trained, if a customer come to you and <laughs> in your face, you will right. just smile and mm-hmm. remove it and say, how may I help you? How can I deal with mm-hmm. this issue and problem and make your life easier? So that's you're trained to just take it on the chin, huh? Yeah, because we are offering service and products to our customers, not to us. <laughs> so we have mm-hmm. to bring value and set, bring mm-hmm. satisfaction to our customers so they become loyal and stick to us and advocate for our brand, advocate for our product and services. We no more going to okay. pay $1 million to get that ad on the prime time on a TV. We are having $0 customer who is willing to talk about our brand, our reputation, build our image, and everything else. That's the simplest thing we can do in order to get our business go over the boundaries of our geographical location where we are operating reach out to bigger market and we need people like fred those who have big mouth and they are not afraid to talk about their grievances at the same time their happy times joyful times these are the kind of people we need they are the best marketers so you're saying i should give this fred fellow a chance yeah 
and not get and not take everything so personal. No, I think you should bring him on a team as a volunteer. Bring him on the team. Yeah. No, no, that is not going to happen. Listen, on a team doesn't mean full time job with a salary. Okay. We can create right. a focus group, and we say we care about you and your loved ones. We want to cater your needs, and we want to bring something that you want. <coughs> and for that, we need mm-hmm. your help. And when you get your right. customers involved in decision making, and when they mm-hmm. share their ideas, they will also abide by those rules and ideas. They will also follow. They will also use it because they want to prove mm-hmm. their ideas were good. Okay. All right. All right. I'll bring Fred on the team, and he can bring me my water when it's time to record a show. He can take a little. Uh, uh, one of those cuticle cleaners, and he can clean out the junk between my toenails. That'll be his job. If he wants to be on the team, you got to start at the bottom, man. That's the way it works in this business. In case you haven't noticed, I don't think very highly of Fred. Yeah, but we don't have to treat people the same way they treat us. If people throw trash at us and we throw trash back, we look like two two years old child playing with our toys and throw the toys at each other or Lego pieces at each other. Why should we bring our level so down to their level hmm. to prove them wrong? Well, I'm just saying that you, I mean, you said it yourself. If you started a new job, you got to, takes you a while to earn your position. Right. It's the same thing. He's got to learn. Yeah, but this, not for, this is what it takes to but make honey, it in this business. In this business, we don't need people to clean our cuticles. Well, if he wants to advance beyond being a carpet cleaner to being becoming a esteemed podcast editor, I mean, this is these are just the this is the school of hard knocks. I will call that person your apprentices, James's apprentices, who will learn. Okay, well, my apprentices clean the stuff between my toenails and my toes, and that's how this business is run. Are you sure you want to be managing director? No. <laughs> hmm. Because it doesn't make sense, your business. <laughs> well, it makes sense to me. Are you going to always stay alone with yourself? Are, people will not agree to come to your business and clean hmm. the dirt between your toes. When they come to your business, that means they have trusted you. They believe in your strategies and management and leadership. And they believe that your business is prospering. And if you get the person to come first day to your company and tell them to clean the dirt between your toes, it's nothing far from the businesses being run during communism, fascism time. And why we are far away from those systems of leadership and we are in 21st century globalized arena and doing our business it's because we have learned how to be customer oriented or employee oriented. There is these two strategies that can that run all the companies in the world. You can either use one of them or both of them. Sana has given me a lot to think about in my interactions with people who apparently, on the surface at least, seem to speak ill of me. Perhaps someone like Fred, who's my constant critic. Our constant... See, the thing you don't understand is when he attacks me, he attacks you. I know. And your response is to just accept it and just uh, say, okay, yeah, that's just the way people are. I always did. Okay. I always. Hmm. All right, give me an example. Every time I work in different company 
even though I had some of the companies I work, I had a very high position. But um, I always been treated, you know, oh, you're from Iran. You are not going to get the full salary, you know. There's always discrimination and racism towards me and my nationality. There are times that I ha- I also help people to do their work. And they put their signature and name on the reports or work. But I don't have to really fight and, you know, be nasty toward it. That's how it is. I will not change because people are bad to me. I will not change my heritage, my culture, and how I was grew up and what my parents taught me to be the right person in this world just because somebody doesn't like me or somebody thinks they have to press, push my buttons and make me fight back or curse them. Or No, I don't have to do that. Do I get hurt? Yes, I get hurt. I cry? Yes, I cry. It's normal. If I didn't cry, if I didn't get hurt, then I was not a human. The whole creation of God and creating me is wrong. So these are all natural. I have to expect pain. I have to expect uh, days that I have to go on crying. And sometimes I question why I have to be treated this way. And there is no answer. Some of the very closest people who told me they love me, they're constantly hurting me. But I don't take revenge. I let God to be the judge. And if I get tired, I simply back up and get out of those people's life. I don't even tell them. I think my life that I grow up at this age, I'm very strong. And people don't see that. And when I walk out or when I just keep quiet, then they will come and say, she is strong. She doesn't talk. She doesn't fight back. But yeah. My fight is to just stop it, stop the pain and hurt when it reached to the point that it's not bearable anymore. The same thing with Fred. We try. If the person is so bitter, definitely there is some, some problem he is facing in his life and he's bringing it out to us. So why don't we help one person to get by in his life and become happy with himself first and try to look at our show and our business and our intentions differently. If it didn't work, we leave it. We walk out. But we cannot immediately react towards all the negativity he's bringing to our show and to yourself as well uh, with the same strategy like him. It's like eye for an eye. You you poke my eye, I poke your eye. It, it doesn't work. There should be one side that is more compelling. I don't know if it's the right word or compassionate about other people. There should be somebody to go out there to love them. Well, why do you think I allow him to keep listening to the show? The man gets under my skin, but I just say, all right, you can listen. You can criticize all you want. So what is what is he saying now? What is the comment? Huh? What is the comment? Oh, well, um, um, I, I, in a future episode, I will share some of the comments that this person has made. And um, I'm I'm supposing he's talking about me and my nationality, probably. 
Uh, not not necessarily. But uh, in a future episode, maybe tomorrow, I can dig up some of his comments. I don't have them right in front of me right now, but I will dig them up and I will share some of these comments from this Fred, one of our three listeners. And um, they're not pretty, I'll tell you that. Okay, tell me now, honey. Don't put it here. You can cut it. One of those... Huh? No need to cut it. You can cut it out. Just tell me. I want to know. I'm going to have to share you later. Share with you later. I don't have them right in front of me, sweetheart. Is his name Fred? Huh? His name is Fred? Yeah, his name is Fred. Where is he from? He's from right here in Virginia Beach. From Virginia Beach? Out of so many states? Yeah. (laughs) Jackass. All right, well, this this was a interesting episode. I wasn't sure, exactly sure how this was going to go. But uh, in spite of our the difficulties that we've encountered with one of our listeners, the show goes on, and that's the way we roll with Bavoshdan. My name is James, and I am always joined by my beautiful wife, Sana. Together, we are known as James and Sana. You can find us on the web at jamesandsana.com. Take the quiz. See if you know how, or see how well you know James and Sana, and get your free bonus 11 Reasons That You Will Love Iran's People right there at jamesandsana.com.